All right, we're going to talk about the cargo embargo against the United States that's now underway, where for some strange reason, <laughs> there are hundreds of uh, container ships docked off the coast and they're not being allowed to unload into the U.S. ports or the unloads are very restricted. So this is only contributing to the collapse of the supply lines, which includes the food supply and parts, electronics, and so on and so forth. We're going to get to that and what that means. Uh, the first sponsor for today got an update for you about the satellite phone store. You can find All right, so that's what you can look forward to if you take the vaccine and get injured. Then you'll be punished and ostracized and fed to the wolves, basically. Now we're going to get to the international supply line collapse that is being engineered. And there's news uh, on, on Friday came out about this. So I'll just read this to you from the Western Journal. Uh, Workers who maintain supply chains issue bone chilling warning that every American needs to hear. A group of international transport organizations issued a chilling warning of the potential collapse of supply chains in the coming months. And they're asking world leaders to do something to avert what would be a a catastrophe. So uh, they're asking authorities to let them do their jobs unrestrained after almost two years of coronavirus red tape. So basically, uh, this group, which is at ics-shipping.org, it's the International Chamber of Shipping. This group is saying, look, if you keep locking us down and making us take the the, the PCR tests and sending us home, not letting us work. There's going to be a quote, global transport systems collapse. Let me say that again, <laughs> because I've been warning about this for quite some time. Right. And whenever I say it, it's like, Oh, you're exaggerating. It couldn't be a collapse. Why did you use the word collapse? So the, <laughs> again, the international chamber of shipping, is warning about a, quote, global transport systems collapse. C-O-L-L-A-P-S-A-E. Collapse. Total, total collapse. It's a, it's, there's no other word for it. It's a collapse. It's going to break down. It's all coming down, man. It's breaking down. Collapse. That's what they're talking about. It's not me. (laughs) They are saying it, quote, since the outset of the COVID-19 pandemic, the maritime, road and aviation industries have called loudly and clearly on governments to ensure the free movement of transport workers and to end travel bans and other restrictions that have had an enormously detrimental impact on their well-being and safety. Transport workers keep the world running. That's no joke. And are vital for the free movement of products, including vaccines and PPE. See, they're pretty clever. They're pretty clever. They're like, you got to let us work because we're the ones distributing the vaccines. (laughs) That's pretty clever. I mean, they know the vaccines are killing people too, but, uh, but have been continually failed by governments and taken for granted by their officials. And uh, this group is noting that they handle $20 trillion in annual world trade. But you see, we now live in a country, well, those of us in America, we live in a country run by, uh, uh, fiscal lunatics like Biden and Pelosi who say, what? 20 trillion in trade? Well, who needs trade? We'll just print 20, 20 trillion. Like they think that if they just print enough money, somehow that's going to replace all the parts that don't exist or all the food that's not here. 
they think they can just print money and hand it out to people like here, eat currency, right? It's almost like let them eat cake at this point, isn't it? Let them eat cake, but it's like, it just eat the currency. Oh, you don't need supplies. You don't need replacement parts for your cars and your trucks and your computers and your hospital systems and whatever else. It just eat money, eat more money. <laughs> it's like my song, print more money. But $20 trillion in global trade, that's what provides all the things that, you know, keep society running. And they're not exaggerating about that. The trade is getting all shut down. So, quote, we ask heads of government to urgently take the leadership that's required to bring an end to the fragmented travel rules and restrictions that have severely impacted the global supply chain and so on and so forth. Uh, nobody's listening to them. We're witnessing unprecedented disruptions and global delays. Consumer demand is rising. And uh, it's talking about all the ships that are waiting to be unloaded and so on and so forth. Now, once again, it's kind of cute that this organization thinks that governments aren't trying to mass murder humanity. That That's what's funny to me. It's like, if I were to reply to the International Chamber of Shipping, I would, I would say, hey, y'all, uh, you make a good point, but it sure is funny that you think government's trying to keep people alive. That's really funny because you haven't been read in to the agenda, you know, agenda 2030, <laughs> the, which has been accelerated to agenda 2021. You need to understand the agenda and the agenda is genocide. The agenda is to shut it all down. So, huh, you think these are accidents that your ships are being halted and your ports are being shut down and your workers are being fired and the red tape is being erected? What you think that's, you think it's an accident? It's not an accident. It's a plan. It's a planned collapse. And it's they're following the plan. This is not rocket science here. They're following the plan. I mean, it's so obvious what happens when you stop transporting things like, oh, I don't know, energy and coal. And from Zero Hedge on Friday, uh, China is officially panicking. Beijing orders energy firms to, quote, secure supplies at all costs. They're talking about coal supplies. China still runs a lot of coal, mostly coal, in, in most of their areas. And, of course, they've had a kind of a rut-row moment where, where the coal supplies aren't available because they've banned coal from Australia. And so uh, Bloomberg's reporting now that China's central government officials have, quote, ordered the country's top state-owned energy companies to secure supplies for this winter at all costs. And that means that Beijing is scared of a social uh, uprising that happens when people lose the power grid. And also China is shutting down some of its manufacturing because they don't have enough coal and natural gas. And so they're having a, a collapse of their production capability, which is largely what's keeping their, their country going with all the manufacturing uh, exports. So we have a situation in China, and this is also happening in Europe with the natural gas shortage and the gasoline shortage. We have an energy crisis that's being engineered across the globe. So it's not just supply lines of, you know, your typical Walmart fly swatter and uh, budget flatware for your dining room table. This is the stuff that keeps your home warm in the winter and keeps the lights on for 
commercial manufacturers as well as residential uh, homes all across China. And, and, you know, we're talking about Europe, we're talking about North America as well. There's not enough energy to go around now because people have been sent home sick with, quote, COVID. Oh, PCR test. You got to stay home. No coal transport for you today. This is not an accident. That's my point here. This is all on purpose. It's all being engineered. The collapse is the goal. And as you see, it is accelerating. They're getting exactly what they want, which is a total collapse of modern society, followed by massive depopulation. You know, you don't need just an EMP weapon to kill 90% of the people in a few months. You could just take down the power grid, which is what they're doing. And how do they take down the power grid? Well, they just cut off the coal. They cut off the energy. Or maybe they fake a cyber war and take down the, the power substations and the power plants and just blame each other. America blames China. China blames America. And who do the Europeans blame? I don't know. Probably Russia, right? They're going to blame Russia. It's just, it, it's just this global depopulation agenda. It's so obvious at this point. I don't know how people can't even see it. You know, it's, it's so incredible. It's the globalists are strangling the world to death. And then they act like they don't know what's happening. You know, like, oh, there's an emergency. It's like if you had your hands around somebody's neck and you were strangling them to death and they're like, I can't breathe. And you're like, really? Why can't you breathe? Because you have your hands around my neck. Oh, are those my hands? Really? Are those my hands around? <laughs> Please stop strangling me. And like, but, oh, no, we, we need to print more money. Yeah, we better call in. We better have a, we better have a board meeting about this. Oh, please, you know, they're strangling the world to death and then acting like they have no idea what's going on, and then they have committees to decide what's wrong here. Why, why did the coal stop? Could it be your green New Deal agenda? Could it, could it be the the climate change lunacy now colliding with the reality that people need energy in order to function? That society needs energy. <laughs> I mean. You know, but isn't it brilliant how COVID has been the cover story to just shut down the coal power plants? Because, you know, I'm sure Al Gore wanted to do this many years ago with the climate emergency. If we don't shut down the, you know, all the fossil fuels, we're going to get flooded by the year 2040. And, and then all those predictions turned out to be fake. The oceans really weren't rising. You know, the temperatures really weren't rising. The CO2 is barely above 400 parts per million, which is almost nothing. So it's just a fake crisis, but now they've found a way to shut down the coal anyway. We'll just call it COVID. And then they just roll out, you're tested positive. You got cases over here and cases over there. Shut them all down, Bobby. You know, and that's that's what they're doing now. And the ports are shut down and... and <laughs> The cars can't get delivered and the parts have no supply. Now the food is in short supply. And again, they're just going to sit there and print more money. So you see how insane it all is. We're living in the most insane time in human history. Meow, meow, meow. On top of that, man, have a cervix and print more money. Eat your money. I tell you what. Uh, this is probably totally inappropriate, but uh, so I'm not going to say the words, but if men can have vaginas, doesn't that mean we could tell Joe Biden to go do something to himself?
<laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's allowed under the under the uh, imagination of the left. Yeah. And the real sad part about this, folks, on a serious note, is that none of this insanity ever would have come to be without the decades of mass poisoning with fluoride and pesticides and heavy metals and 5G electromagnetic radiation and all the other toxic vectors, the hormone disruptors in the food packaging, you know, the, the sodium nitrite in the processed meats. This was all by design. We've been systematically poisoned for decades to get the population to just enough brain damage where they would fall for a vaccine bioweapons depopulation scheme. And that's where we are. Oh, oh, and television. Don't forget television. And I just learned something fascinating over the weekend. I learned that the average American television watcher, and I am not one, pays $150 a month to sit there and watch uh, commercials and biased programming. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. Seems like if you're paying $150 a month, it should be commercial free, right? Doesn't is shouldn't it be ad free? They're paying $150 a month? Who is doing this? Who who is watching commercials and paying for them? They should be paying you. They should pay you for your attention. If you're watching commercials, there, there should be like dollar bills coming out of the TV. Hey, give me my give me my currency. If Joe Biden wants money printing, just have the just have the TVs stuff it out there. Stimulus money. Thank you for watching. You know, who who is paying and then watching ads while paying for it? I, it makes I I don't even know where, where to begin. But I haven't watched TV for decades, so I don't even I probably couldn't stand it for five seconds. It's like what world is that? <laughs> just all the all the fakery and all the corporate ads. I have no idea what the ads are. I don't know what the corporations are doing in their ads, but I imagine it involves meowing and cervixes probably is my guess, whether it's Doritos or Ford or any, anybody. The last time I watched TV was back in the 1990s and corporations were still trying to stand for something like we stand for America. You know, you know, uh, I, I remember when uh, what was it like brawny, paper towels had a big strong guy who was like a lumberjack dude you know with a flannel shirt and a beard and a hat and like i can cut trees you know and it was like brawny paper towels like like you know real manly paper and now today it's probably like a little rainbow like a little transgender paper towel i self-identify as a paper towel with a cervix <laughs> i am in fact i'm such a good paper towel i am at your cervix use me how you want me and like, that's probably what it is today. So I don't even bother watching because I, I would just be horrified. Oh, and finally, did you hear that the Victorian premier, Dan Andrews, uh, broke ribs or something? He got, he said he, he fell, fell down the stairs. Yeah, that's what happens when someone pushes you from behind while you're on the stairs. You fall down the stairs. This dude is one of the most evil globalists on the planet, Andrews. And, you know, you got to say, if anybody's going to have their ribs all smashed up, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy or a more appropriate guy. I'm sure half of Australia cheered like like a like a goal was scored in a game of soccer or something when, when this guy hit the bottom. Uh, not saying that I wish any kind of physical harm onto Andrews, but I imagine 
people of Australia do. <laughs> you know, straight up. Uh, this guy has carried out some serious crimes against humanity. This is the guy who likes to stand there like he's commanding a bunch of stormtroopers, you know, and saying things like, there will be no freedom whatsoever until everyone complies. You know, <laughs> he's like, you've all got three days to comply. And if you don't, you're all going to be locked away forever in your own homes. Uh, homes. There we go. I got to get the right. In your own homes. That's Andrews. Yeah, he probably got kicked down the stairs by somebody. Probably. That's probably what happened. Not saying I want any violence against him. No. No. Um, these people are going to face their own repercussions uh, in hell anyway. And a lot of them, if they're still alive, they're going to be prosecuted under uh, war crimes tribunals that I think are coming or other similar things because they are carrying out crimes against humanity, in my opinion. And uh, I'm probably banned from uh, visiting Australia. Not that I want to go anyway, <laughs> because why would I want to visit a police state? <laughs> Give me a break. I'm, I'm going to stay uh, right here in Texas. Thank you very much. Well, we still remember what liberty is. And uh, just a final reminder that it's a good idea to relocate to where you want to be when this all comes down. Because it's not that far away. These scenarios I've been warning about, not that far away. The total collapse is accelerating. Again, when you, when you have the International Shipping Group using language that I used six months ago, uh, you know it's getting bad. And it is. It is. So have all your backup supplies, have your backup telecom. You know, if a satellite phone, ch check out our sponsor, sat123.com, if that's right for you. Otherwise, have radios, have, uh, I don't know, smoke signals. <laughs> um, have a means of communications that you can use as a backup. Have your food supplies, your emergency medicine. Be able to live off grid, basically, because I think the grid is coming down in a lot of areas globally and that grid's not going to be very reliable for you. So it's not just China. It's not just Australia, not just Europe. It's also in the United States and they're coming after everything. You know, the globalists, they want to shut down the coal. They want to shut down the food. They want to shut down humanity. And so this is the way that they've figured out how to do it. This bioweapons shooting gallery. It's a, it's a, a free for all Lapalooza Everything goes bonanza, whatever. It's going to be bioweapons galore from here forward. And they're going to blame, of course, you know, the unvaccinated for it all. It's so funny that Fauci's like, release, you know, the Kraken variant. And, and then it's the fault of the unvaccinated somehow. You, you people are building bioweapons. You're the criminals, not those of us who refuse to be injected with them. You're the criminals. You go to prison, you go to hell. We are the ones standing for humanity, standing for real science, real medicine, and also for health and abundance and uh, keeping our brains intact so we can rebuild the society after you lunatics destroy it, you freaking meow meow. All right, so that's the upshot of where I think we are right now. And I appreciate, I appreciate your support and your your desire to stay alive through all this and your desire to stay informed because that's what my job is here to try to bring you analysis of what's going on and warn you about what's coming. So if you go back six months, uh, the things I've warned about then are happening now. 
And the things I'm warning about, about now are going to happen over the next six months. Again, predicting millions of people injured, hospitalized, uh, and dead in the United States from the vaccines because we've had over 200 million people vaccinated. And I think we're going to have a death rate over time from these vaccines. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be difficult to see it at, uh, you know, 6%, just, just an estimate over time. And that's, that's actually a very conservative lowball estimate. But 6% times 200 million, uh, that's 12 million vaccine victims right here in America. And, and again, that's a lowball number. So get prepared for some real numbers here. A lot of people are going to get killed by these vaccines. And it's the people who wanted to keep their jobs largely. And that's why they took the vaccine. So they're killing the working class. This is how they shut down society. They're firing the people who have natural immunity. And then they're, they're killing the people with the vaccines who wanted to stay and work. And again, they have their hands around your neck. They're strangling you to death. And they're going, why is this happening? Why is the, why is the supply line so bad? Because you're strangling it, you lunatics. The, it's, it's called gaslighting. You know, while they're killing you, they pretend that they're saving you. They are, they are the murderers, not the saviors. But don't tell, you know, Hochul there in New York. She thinks she's Jesus. <laughs> she, she's Really, she thinks that she is Jesus. And that God told her to recruit vaccine apostles. And she's going to run around the country with her uh, needles uh, injecting Jesus into you. <laughs> I mean, this is, it's, I don't, you can't even make this up anymore. It's like, I can just see her like some mad, crazed, uh, demon looking woman with a vaccine attacking people in the street. You need love and you need love and you need love because she, she claims to be doing all this in the name of love. It's like, uh, that's assault with a deadly weapon. Assault, assault, assault. She's like, no, it's love, love, love. Uh, you're a psycho demon creature and you need to be stopped. So, so there you go. Uh, who's going to stop her? I don't know. We should, we should have a, uh, we should have a reward for the, you know, the first international tribunal to charge her with crimes against humanity. You know, seriously, I should start raising money for that or something. All right. And in any case, uh, have a have a safe day. Thank you for listening. Stay informed. We'll have more articles for you up on naturalnews.com and also, of course, uh, brighton.com for interviews and more. I've got interviews coming out every day this week. So check it out there. Thank you for listening. I'm Mike Adams. Take care.